Welcome to The Third Rail Entrepreneur, a podcast about enrichment. Enrichment of your mind, your relationships, your body, and ultimately your business via the entrepreneurial path. My name is Alistair MacDonald. Let's get started. In our previous conversation, we were talking about the dangers of misdiagnosis and how something that is misdiagnosed will inevitably have a faulty prescription assigned to it. Now, this is where we get to the solution. What do we do about solving this, getting to the root of our real problems, the problems about the way our staff behaves or our product is selling or our weight gain or our children's level of respect with the family? How do we get to the root of it? To answer that question is not only one of the most valuable things, as I said to you previously, that I can share with you. It's hiding in plain sight. And here's the solution. Imagine for a moment that you find yourself on a Tuesday night in the emergency room. You're there because you have a fever. Once you've been through the bureaucratic torrent of paperwork and hoop jumping, you finally get to see a doctor. And the doctor sits down and begins to walk through your various symptoms. You go in and you say, well, look, I've got a high temperature here. This is my problem. Of course, the doctor knows that's not the problem. It's probably a symptom. See where we're going here. So they'll ask you more about it. How long has this been going on? Gathering data. What else has accompanied the onset of this fever? And you say, well, actually, my fever came on last night. So it's been about 24 hours. What has your temperature been? Oh, it's averaged between 99.8 and 101. What else is occurring? Well, actually based on the provocations that I'm receiving, I'm reminded that I've also had this low-grade headache for the last two days. The doctor then asks you if you've recently traveled, if anybody you know is sick. Data, data, data. Perhaps you've endured some other sort of symptoms. And you say, well, actually, I also stubbed my toe really badly on Saturday morning. I think I broke my big toe. Doctor says, okay, great. Everything is taken down. Every single piece that could provide some insight to the root cause is taken down. The doctor then begins to do a physical, looking for symptoms that you haven't even perhaps been aware of. Perhaps they'll ask you to stand and see if you're dizzy, to close your eyes and put your head back and lift one foot and see if you fall. Perhaps they will ask about GI movements, if you've been nauseous or vomiting, if you've lost any weight recently or gained any weight, if you're experiencing any dizziness, etc., etc., So beyond what you delivered, when you showed up in that ER and you delivered what you thought of as your problem, was received by the doctor as simply one node of data in a far larger, potentially far more complex solution and diagnosis. This is critical, my friend. It's critical. What they're going to do is, of course, gather all the data that they possibly can, and they're subtly assigning degrees of probability. Everything is valuable. But some things are more valuable than others. Everything is relevant, but some things are more relevant than others. Clusters begin to emerge. Probabilities rise. That stubbed toe that you had is probably not causing this fever. The headache that you have is probably connected. The fact that you haven't been consuming water or going to the bathroom for the last 48 hours is also data that is connected. Clusters of higher probability data begin to gather in the doctor's mind. Woven together, 
these clusters begin to reveal themes. It is the relationship between all of these things that inevitably increases the probability of a specific diagnosis or, again, a cluster of potential diagnoses. This is the beauty and power of both the scientific method and, in this example specifically, medical diagnostic processes. We started our conversation here today, you and I, trying to get to the root of how we can solve and do a better job of solving the problems that we have. Here it is in a sentence. What you think of as a problem is actually just a symptom. What you think is the problem of lack of sales is a symptom of something larger. What you think of as a problem with your weight gain is a symptom of something else. The behavior of your children, the level of your income, your credit card debt is not just because you bought those tickets to see Lady Gaga and splurged on the VIP section. It is a symptom of something larger, probably behaviors, clusters of behaviors, Themes, themes and relationships begin to emerge when we treat our problem as a symptom. What you think of as a problem is more likely than not a symptom. This concept has made so much value for me to deliver in the lives of my clients, my employees, my friends and family, and of course my own life. When you're at the ER, you expect the doctor to do this. But you don't do it yourself. In fact, you might even be a doctor. You might even be somebody who works in the world of accurate diagnoses rooted in detailed gathering of symptoms and treatment of them as symptoms. You might even be a doctor. And you're still unlikely to do this when looking at the problems in your relationship or the problems in your own medical practice, the problems in your spending habits. This is a fascinating thing, that this insight, even by those that are trained to use it, is not carried over into all these other domains of their life. Now, as you and I know, we've talked about in previous conversations, this is the power of viewing your business as itself a third rail, an area both rooted in and headed toward gathering data and insights from all the domains of our life. When we realize that the solutions we can bring to bear with our employees can also be used with our friends or our family during times of conflict or misaligned expectations, we transform ourselves, our relationships, our mind, our bodies, and ultimately, of course, our businesses. It's inevitable. So go easy on yourself. Even if you are trained to work with extremely critical diagnostic skills and you're not bringing it over to the other areas of your life, go easy on yourself. But stick with it. You're not overweight because you are missing a Peloton in your garage. That might sound ridiculous, but how many times has somebody, perhaps you've stood on the scale and said, I'm 20 pounds overweight. That's it. I need to join a CrossFit gym. Your lack of a membership at the local CrossFit gym is not the reason that you are 20 pounds overweight. Your lack of a Peloton in the living room is not the reason that you're overweight. And we know this because there's plenty Pelotons out there that are sitting in people's homes that are being used as nothing more than an overpriced laundry drying display. Same with gym memberships. When we begin to see the problems as symptoms, we get a far more critical, far more comprehensive, and far more insightful perspective on how to go about solving them. So, what do you do? Well, first of all, I want you to put a sticky tab in your most prominent place, whether it's on your bathroom mirror or your office desk or the office door as you walk out to deal with your employees and patients and clients and customers. It's not a problem. It's a symptom. 
That's what I'm asking you to do. And here are the three questions that I ask myself with every one of these things that I come across, both for myself and my group of private clients. The first is this. If this is a symptom, what is its possible cause? If this is a symptom, what is or what are its causes? That's question number one. Allow yourself to run just with that question. If this is a symptom, what could its cause be? Question number two. What is not getting done or attended to that might help? What resources have I not brought to bear? What person do I know? What tool do I have? What insight do I possess that is not being attended to or not being used or done that might make a difference? Question number three. What is getting done, supposedly in the service of this, that is not producing the results that I want? What is getting done? What resources are being spent on this area that are not producing results, that are not helping? Question number one, if this is a symptom, what are its causes? What is its cause? Question number two, what is not getting done, attended to, that might help? And number three, what is getting done that is not helping? We see this all the time. You have a marketing team, but you're not getting the sales you want. Money, resources, time, effort is getting put in that is not producing the result you expect. Doing more of what you already have will only give you more of what you've already got. So those are my three questions. I know you get it. It's a simple concept, but it's also simple to overlook. I don't want you to do that. I invite you to take this same matrix of view and go through all the areas of your life, those four quadrants we've talked about all the time, your mind. What is it that frustrates me, say, that I think is a problem? Oh, the problem is I always get frustrated with that person. If it was a symptom, what would its cause be? The same in the next quadrant of your relationships with your employees, your children. There's probably something that your child is doing that is frustrating, that you think is a problem, maybe for their future. I'm worried about their grades, whatever it could be. They spend too much time on screens. What if that's not the problem, but it's actually a symptom? That's a scary one. And then what is it that's not getting done or that could help? What is getting done that's not helping? Of course, the third quadrant, our body, our diet, our physical well-being. What is it? What problems do I have here that could just be symptoms? And finally, of course, your business. Now, I know you might be tempted to go straight to the business exercise because those are always the things front and center, which in and of itself should be a red flag to us. This is always the area that we're so aggressively trying to solve things a little bit harder as entrepreneurs than the other domains. And that's a bit of a travesty. We'll talk about that some other time. Find a problem, consider it a symptom, and see what happens. That's it for this episode. Thanks for being here. Hey, there's only two things that you have in your life your time and your attention that you've given both to me for these few minutes of today means everything. Cheers.